goodness. Good morning to the SoundCloud listeners. We just enjoying Jesus on this beautiful resurrection Sunday morning. We just enjoying Jesus. We love him. We love him. Some of these children, I didn't even know they could speak like that. And little David just surprised me. Little David Jr. with his technology, reading off the phone. I said, go on, baby. <laughs> Had his phone out. Where Jadarius at? He, he shocked me. Where Jadarius? Where he at, baby? Go ahead. Go ahead, Deacon. <laughs> I was sitting over there. I said, Lord, look at little Deacon there. Go ahead, babies. Babies, 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 babies. The Bible said, train up a child in the way that they should go. Listen good. He says, and when they're old, they won't depart from it. You know what that means? Like that little precious one came up here, the little last one. You know what that means? That means if you let them hear it now, let it get it, let the word get in them now. When they, now wait, parents, don't miss it. Don't go home, don't go home and beat them down. It says when they get older, why, why do they have to get older, Pastor? Because then it begins to become understandable. But, but while they're young, it's going in them. It's going in them. Hey, bye, 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 shy. It's going in them. But, but as they get older, oh, he worthy to be praised. Jesus worthy. He worthy. But when they get older, I didn't know you could speak like that little lady. <laughs> she took that mic. She said, yes, Jesus. I said, well, praise the Lord. Hey, Andrew. Hey, baby. Hello there. Hey, sweetie. When they're young, don't beat them down. Just bring them. Amen. Don't beat the hell out of them. Just bring them. Amen. Now, I'm not saying don't. Whoop your children. I'm just saying sometimes we overdo some stuff. We be going crazy. When all you just bring them. Because the word do what? It goes through the ear, in the heart, brings up a harvest. Brings up a harvest. That's what happened to some of us. That's what happened. Mama, daddy got us up every Sunday morning, brought us to the house of the Lord, and look where we here we are. Somebody say, here we are. Yeah, bye, 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 shy. We want to thank the Lord for our musicians, Brother Israel Allison on the drums. Brother Israel Allison Sr. on the drums. Brother Israel Allison uh, the second on the soundboard. And of course, last but not least, our minister of music, Minister Ralph Charles Carmichael the second. We want to thank God for our praise team under the direction of evangelist Nealetta Allison. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, musicians. Come on, let's give them a hand. Parents, give yourself a hand. Come on, you can do better. You don't want to give yourself a hand? <laughs> Come on here. Amen. Thank you, parents, for allowing your children and youth and young adults to be a part of our program. We want to thank Minister Mary Crea, Minister Denise Smith for overseeing. Thank you so much. And parents, grandparents, dads, moms, thank you for allowing them to be on this program. Believe me, it's very important. You bring them, they'll hear the word, amen? amen. And guess what? A harvest will come up, amen? amen. 
We're not going to prolong the time. We know you got places to go and things to do, but we have to have some word. Amen. 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 We watching the clock this morning. If we're going to label our journals, if we're going to label SoundCloud, we're going to be talking about the key elements of salvation. The key elements of salvation. Amen. And as we look at those key elements, what you're going to see is words like justification. Now, don't run out the church. Sanctification and glorification. Say that with me. Say there's justification, sanctification, and glorification. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus did not go to Calvary so that we could stay in bondage. But he went to Calvary so that we, as a people, as a whole, could come out of bondage. The word of God says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him will not perish but have everlasting life. All right? It says he, he, God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already. Why? Because he will not believe on the name of the only begotten son of God. And this is the condemnation that light came. But there are those that love darkness and won't come to the light. But I guarantee you, if you see, you think God is a mean God. God is not a mean God. If we come to the light, guess what? It'll help us. It'll encourage us. Well, what is the light, Pastor? The word of God. If we come to the light, if we come to the preach word, it will help us to come into that place to want to serve God. It'll even help us take things off. I hear people say all the time, I don't, I don't know if I can come because I can't stop doing this and I can't stop doing that. Guess what? You don't have to. Just come. Amen. Let the word clean you up. Because the word is powerful all by itself. Amen. That's what the Bible says. It says by the washing of the water of the word. Somebody say the key elements of salvation. The first one is justification. There is no way we could have justified ourselves from sin. We fell into sin through our forefathers, Adam and Eve. The Bible says because of one man and one woman, sin came into the world. And when sin entered into the world because of their disobedience, then after that, every man, every woman that was born was born into sin. So guess what? You were born into this thing, but the Lord said, guess what? I'll give you a second birth. I'll give you a way out, but you got to come my way. As long as we don't accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, guess what? Our sins are upon us. But if we have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and come on through the new birth, guess what? He doesn't see us any longer as a sinner. 
He sees us as saved by grace through faith in the blood of Jesus Christ. How, how hard is that? How hard is that? I'm going I'm to I'm preach what he tell me because I believe he's trying to make it as simple as possible this morning. Because Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men, women, boys, and girls unto me. And I believe the message is very simple. I think we've just taken it and made it hard. And he says, if you make any mistakes, if you think anything wrong, if you do anything wrong, come on now. He says, all you got to do is repent. He says, we got an advocate with the father. All we got to do is take a moment and stop and say, Lord, you know, I, I really need you to help me in that area. I really need you to strengthen me in that area. I'm not there yet, Lord. Do you know who crucified Jesus? Do you know who got it started? Judas. Do, do you know it was Judas that got it all started? Do you know it was Judas who sold Jesus out? But Jesus had Judas as one of his disciples. Well, how come he did that, Pastor? Because he knew Judas, but he was giving him an opportunity to be saved. Amen. Somebody say, open the door. Say, let them in. Say, let the prostitutes in. Let the drug addicts in. Let the drug sellers in. Let the fornicators and the adulterers in. Because until they hear the word, how are they going to know? Even the Bible said that. The Bible said, how can they hear without a preacher? Oh, so they got to hear the preached word. We have to continue to hear the preached word. Oh, don't sit there looking at me with your pious, righteous self. Mm-hmm. Stay out of, from under the word. Just stay out from under the word. I, I tell you what, take about eight months off and see where your mind go. See where our minds go. You see, here's the real deal. When we said the sinner's prayer, how many of you in here have gone through the sinner's prayer? Amen. Come on now, it's Easter Sunday, tell the truth. <laughs> how, many, how many of you have gone through the sinner's prayer? Because see, once we went through the sinner's prayer, the Holy Ghost began to work. It was the Holy Ghost that drew us. It's the Holy Ghost that begins to work in us to get us to the Lord. So guess what happened? At salvation, at the sinner's prayer, Jesus came and dwelt in your spirit. When you repented, it was your spirit that the Lord cleaned up. Uh-huh. Come on now. Come on. Oh, it's in the word. It's in the word. He cleans your spirit up so he can dwell in your spirit. Uh-huh. Justified. That's what it means by justification. We justified by faith. By faith through grace. Uh-huh. In Christ. We got to believe that Jesus is a savior. That he is the lamb of God. Hey, now it's shining. It's shining now. It's shining now. Yes, Lord. Somebody say, I'm justified. I'm justified. By, faith, By faith. Through grace. Through the blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. Said when I said the sinner's prayer. The Lord God Almighty. Came and dwelt in my spirit. Because my spirit got cleaned up. Said so my mind, will, emotions, and imagination is being cleaned every day under the word. 
there's no way you're going to clean up your mind, will, emotions, imagination without the word. You, you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. Reading a novel won't do it. Watching the soap operas won't do it. No, Lord. Yes, sir. I hear you. I hear you. If you have your Bibles, if you have your phone with the Bible on it, if you have your iPad with the Bible. Somebody said we're talking about justification. That's the first one. We're talking about key elements of salvation. Go to Romans. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, Lord, have your way this morning. It's not my way. It's not their way. It's your way. Somebody want to be saved. But they saying, Lord, it's too hard. It's too hard. No, it's not hard. It's really easy. Look at Romans chapter 12. When you get it, say amen. I want you to look at verse 1. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye what? What? You are not loud enough for me. What? Thank you. Nobody going to lock you up for being loud in the house of God. Yeah, bye, 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 shot. He says, be what? Transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Well, how are you going to renew your mind? Now, you know, this is the way it goes. God saved our spirit. Our souls are being renewed every day through the word. What is my soul, pastor? It is your mind, your will, your emotions, your imagination, your conscience. That's why you think the wrong thing. And once you start thinking, it's the brain. Once you start thinking the wrong thing, you start doing the wrong thing. But see, if you would come and get a good spiritual bath. Am I preaching? If they would come and get a good spiritual bath just once a week. Once a week. We, see, you take a bath every day probably. I'm just saying, God just said, can you at least be here on Sunday from 1030 to 1 o'clock? Yes, the word of God is water. The word says that. The Bible says we are washed by the word. What does it do, pastor? It washes my soul. It helps to renew my soul to the things of God. It helps me to be transformed. Not you, not me. The word does it. What did he say? The flesh profited nothing. John 6 and 63. Somebody find that for me. John 6 and 63. And read it for me. What does it say? Uh-huh. 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 All right, read it again. John 6 and 63. It is the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? The flesh. Everybody pat their flesh. I hope you got flesh on this morning. 
Because if you didn't come in here with no flesh on, we can't see you. He says, your flesh, my flesh, your flesh profited nothing. You know why? Because it's going back to the dirt. It's just dirt. Look at your neighbor and say, oh, you look so pretty. And that dirt, you sure cleaned it up. <laughs> say, but it's still dirt. That flesh is going back to dirt. It is the spirit that quicken it. What spirit? The Holy Spirit. The spirit of God. What does that mean, pastor? It's the spirit that quicken it. It makes alive. And Jesus said the words, uh uh-oh, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, uh uh-oh, they are spirit, and they are life. That's why I'm here every Sunday. You thought I was coming to preach? No. I came to hear what God was going to say. I came to hear the preach word come out my mouth and go in my ear and drop in my heart. What you talking about, pastor? I need to be washed every Sunday. I need my soul renewed. The Bible says your spirit is saved after you've gone through the sinner's prayer. But your mind, which is your soul, it has to be renewed every day by the word of God. And then in the end, God going to give us a new body. A new body. Yeah, right now, it's all right. We need to wash this dirt. We need to take a shower. We need to take a bath. We need to be buying Dove and Dial and, you know, you know. Uh-huh. And put some clothes on it. Come on, come on. Hello, hello. But after beyond that, guess who can smell your spirit? Oh, getting quiet in here. You didn't know your spirit had a smell. When you don't get your spirit washed, think about when you don't wash this body. Year after year. That's what I tell myself. I said, come on, get your stinking self over in this shower. That's right. Your spirit begins to smell. It begins to stink. Because it hadn't been washed. In the word of God. And it's, it smells unfamiliar to God. What is that? What is that? It doesn't have a sweet aroma to it. What is it? What is it? What is it? Somebody say one Sunday. Out the week, 10.30 to 1 o'clock. Because when I sit up under the word, a seed goes in to my soul. You say, what are you talking about? The word is a seed. And it gets planted in your soul. So when God speaks to your spirit and says, go to the left, go to the right. Then your soul, uh uh-huh, your spirit then can turn around and tell your soul what to do. And then the soul, because of the word, is strong enough to tell this body, line up. You're not having your way today. You're not going to do what you want to do. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Shine for me. Yeah, ba, 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 shine. 
Oh, Jesus. I heard that. Somebody say justification. justification. Go to Romans 5. Oh, We're going to let you out in time. Don't worry. Uh-huh. Romans chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. It says, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Don't you want peace with God? Amen. See, people think they all right. They think they all right. Uh-uh, you're not all right till you get justified. You say, well, how do I get justified? By going through the sinner's prayer. And then start renewing your soul. Uh-huh. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hopes of the glory of God. Are you seeing this? He says, through Jesus Christ, his shed blood, you accepting him as your savior, it's going to give you peace with God. God won't be angry with you no more. Why is God angry? The Bible says God is angry with transgressions. God is angry with sin. He loves the person, but he hates the sin because he knows what sin going to do in the end. Somebody says it's going to take them straight to hell. And says some of them not going to have to wait. They living in hell right now. And it's not God's fault. Y'all seen that lawyer commercial? You knew I was going there. He got me this much money because it ain't his fault. <laughs> I said, I like that. <laughs> Shine for me. <laughs> ah. God said it ain't his fault. You sitting up and we blaming God. Oh, Lord, why you letting this happen? Oh, Lord, oh, God trying to teach me something. Oh, God trying to get me saved. That's not how God going to get you saved. God can only get you saved by the word. By the gospel. God don't need to beat you down, put sickness on you. You'll be poor as Job's rat. He don't need to do that. He said the word will clean you up. The word will save you. The word will bless you. One Sunday. 1030 to 1. Yeah, I'm going to ring it home. You're going to be saying it in your sleep tonight when you get through eating that ham. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna, somebody say justified, justified by faith in the blood of Jesus Christ. Go to Ephesians. Hi, I say. Yes, Lord. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. For by grace are you saved through faith. Do you see your name in there anywhere? Uh, for by your works, sister. Sister, for by, for by your works, Sister D, you saved. For by your works, Brother Joe, you saved. Is that in there? Tell me, is it in there? You don't, like, you're not speaking loud enough for me. No. It says, for by grace are you saved. What is grace, Pastor? God's unmerited favor and every spiritual blessing. It's his favor that we didn't deserve. So for, by his grace, his unmerited favor that we didn't deserve, we are saved. How? By faith. What is faith, pastor? It is a strong conviction that what God says, he will do it. 
and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Watch this. Watch this. Everybody trying to work their way in. Not of works. Least any man, woman, boy, or girl should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto what? Unto what? Which God had before ordained. Somebody say it, justified. Now here's the word that makes everybody run out the church. The key elements of salvation, justification, sanctification, glorification. Once the Lord saves you unto himself, you are not automatically sanctified. People don't like that word. That's a bad word in, in, in most countries, most states. You know why? Because we have took it and told people, you cannot wear pants, you cannot wear makeup, oh, you can't do this. That's not sanctification. And you're not sanctified the moment you get saved. Oh, look how they're looking at me. I got my car out there. She'll be ready to go when I get them keys out. Sanctification is an ongoing, lifelong process in a believer. It's an ongoing, lifelong process in a believer. So that means you won't be ripe until it's time for you to go or the rapture. Did y'all hear me? Oh, I hear you. What you mean by that? I am sanctified. Did you not understand sanctification is something you have to will to be done? Did you know you can be saved by the blood of Jesus and not will to be sanctified? Sanctification only happens for those who say, yes, Lord, here I am. See, we got a problem in the church. We look at people and we say, well, they go to the church and they not acting no better. They won't yield, they will. They want to keep doing what they do. And when I say that, baby, I'm not always talking about fornication and adultery and smoking and drinking and drugs. Some of us got some hatred so deep in us. We pitiful. I'm, I'm looking at folk and I'm saying, are you for real? Some of, and let me tell you something. They say, I have forgiven. No, you haven't because you haven't let that person go. You still want to see them hurt. You still want to flick pain on them. Let them go. Amen. Forgiveness means let it go. That's shot. What the old folks say? Taking it to my grave. I hope you don't. I hope you don't. Because when Jesus make that call, that heavenly call, and you got all that hate in your heart, you're going to be too heavy. To come forth. You don't know what they did to me. Look at him, baby. Jesus was on the cross dying. They had spit on him. They had rejected him. They had belittled him. They had embarrassed him. They had nailed him to the cross for sins he didn't even commit. And while he was on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And you can't forgive Still got letters. Folk owe you stuff. You better get that mess out of there before it kill you. You better let that mess go. Holding on to it. You know what it does? It's a reminder. 
It stirs up junk. It stirs up sin. Let it go, God said, because it's killing you. God said forgive quickly Isn't that what the word say He said forgive quickly And what let it go Look at your neighbor So we got to let it go uh-uh, Look at your neighbor So we got to let it go I got some news for you Before I let you go home Ha, ha, ha. If you went through the sinner's prayer and you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you already been set apart for him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Can I show it to you? I, 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 I don't know what that pastor talking about. I don't want to be sanctified. You already set apart. See, sanctification and holiness means not a long dress, not a nappy head. It means set apart unto the Lord. Do you take your fine china and feed your dog on it? Do you let your children take your fine Hello? Oh. The devil is a lie. Do you, do you take your fine diamonds and let your children run out there and put them in the mud and make mud pies with them? No. That's what sanctification and holiness is. It's being set apart like a fine piece of china or a fine diamond unto the Lord. Yes. Yes. All right. Healing down there. I'm healing now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, I'm healing, Anna. Yes, Lord. Look at this. Hebrews chapter 10. Uh-huh. Woo! Uh-huh. I want you to get this MO. It says Hebrews 10 and 10. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Wait a minute. What did you say, Pastor? You mean, wait a minute. You mean when I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, when I accepted his blood and I said I want to be saved and I went through the sinner's prayer, it sanctified me? Yes, it did. Yes, it did. It, what, what does sanctification mean? Set apart. It set you apart. It set you apart. You already set apart. Too late. What you going to do with it? What you going to do with it? Now, I know you're sitting there laughing. And, well, I didn't go through the sinner's prayer. You should. You should. You already set aside. Is that in your Bible? Is that in your Bible? By the which will, we are sanctified. How many times? By what? How many offerings? How many? How many? How many? One. You don't see Jesus dying on the cross anymore, do you? No, he's already died. He died 2,000 years ago. One offering. It sanctifies the believer for always. Look at verse 14. 
For by one offering, he had perfected forever them that are what? Somebody says of my own free will. Say, I got to make a choice. Do I want to be sanctified or not? Do I want to be set apart for the Lord or not? Because here's the good part. This is the part I like. That's why you don't have no power. You don't have no power. You couldn't get a flea healed. <laughs> I'm going home. This is all about Jesus came so we would not be under the foot of the devil and at the mercy of the devil. Is that in the Bible? He says, behold, I give unto you power to tread on scorpions and serpents and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. This is also about having power where you can lay hands on the sick even if that sick is you. This is about you being able to cast out the devil in Jesus' name. He didn't leave us. What did he say? I will not leave you as orphans. I'm going to come to you. Well, how did you come, Jesus? Through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of Christ. It came so we could be empowered, so we could rebuke the devil in Jesus' name. So the devil couldn't just walk up in our homes with everything and anything. Uh-oh, oh, yes, I heard you, Lord. So he couldn't walk up in our minds. Oh, I heard that. Well, I don't understand what you're talking about, Pastor, because you see... Uh, many people are going through things and many people are suffering. Christians, good Christians. That's because they're not using the power. They're not, they're, they're not using what God gave them. I don't understand. Sometimes when I pray, the Lord doesn't hear my prayer. Yes, he do. He hear them. But you got forces in the atmosphere that you don't know how to rebuke. You don't know how to get in the spirit and, and go past them. Your money not going to save you. I say your money not going to save you. Your good reputation is not going to help. It's going to take the power of God to help us. And each individual, we're called the body of Christ. Each individual must be filled with the power of God. Yeah, I'm going. Don't worry. I'm going. Yeah, bye, 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 shout out. Yeah, Make a decision. What you gonna do? Because sanctification is an ongoing, lifelong process in a believer. Go to 1 Timothy 4. 1 Timothy 4. We going. We got one more part, and we out of here. Yeah. Yes, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. Now. I thank you for salvation. I thank you for your blood. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. What is mercy, Pastor? It means we don't get what we deserve. I thank you, Jesus. Go to 1 Timothy chapter 4. Hanamashatadamahaya. 
He says in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 16, take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine, continue in them. Is that in your Bible? Is that on your phone? He says, do what with the doctrine? Continue in them. What did he say? Do with the doctrine? Continue in them. For in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. So we got to continue, right? So the moment and day that you tell Jesus, and a lot of us tell him with our attitude. We tell him with our attitude. I don't want you to deliver me. I don't want to be uh, uh, <laughs> sanctified. I don't want you to clean me up. Just leave me in the state I'm in. Just let me get into heaven, but let me stay like I am. Let me stay unregenerate. I don't want, I don't want to change. I want to keep on, <laughs> I want to keep on soaking over what they did to me and how they did it and when they did it. I, I want to I continue to be mean. I want to continue to be broke. Busted and disgusted. Just leave me alone. As long as I got some cigarettes, a pair of shoes to get on the dance floor, some reefer, some coke. <laughs> oh, but no power. So that means when things in my life start to die out, Lord. I'm running to you saying, please help me, please help me. And the Lord looking and saying, I've already helped you. Amen. I died on the cross. I sent salvation. I sent the empowerment of the spirit. I got a word. I got the word and I got preachers down there preaching. Amen. Jesus. Jesus. What they say? I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. If it had not been for Jesus, where would I be? I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. Save me. Save me. I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. If it had not been for Jesus, where would I be? I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. The last one is glorification. That's the last one. That's the last stage. You know what glorification is? That's when Jesus comes back for us and we get a new body. That's when we go into change. But guess what? Before you get to glorification, you got to be justified through his blood, sanctified, and you got to yield your will so he can start the process. You got to renew your mind every day through the word. You got to come to church. You got to come to the house of worship and hear the word. Go to 1 Corinthians 15. And we fixing to go. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 52. We like this one. We like this. It says, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Do you see that? You are not taking this dirt with you. You're not taking this flesh with you. It's got to make a change. So what God did as salvation, he got in you saved your spirit. 
He's asking us to renew our minds through his word. And he's going to finish the rest at the end. Somebody say he's going to finish the rest at the end. Lord, I will not miss it. Check yourself. Check yourself. We finna go home. Check yourself. Are you justified? Most of you in here can say, yeah, you didn't accept that Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You just won't let him be Lord. You didn't accept him. You just won't let him be Lord. And then sanctification. Are you allowing him to sanctify you? You know what that really means? When I hear the word, pastor hadn't come and touched me and say, it's you, it's you, it's you, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer. Uh-uh. You hear the word, you know it's you. Right then and there on your seat, you ought to be repenting. That's a process of sanctification. You accept what's wrong and say, Lord, I yield it to you. Take it out. Remove it. You don't have to come to the priest. You can do it right on your seat. You know when the word is for you. And then the last one, glorification. We like that. Woo, when the trumpet blow, I'm going to be caught up to meet him in the air. I'm going with Jesus. I'm going with Jesus. Are you? What state is your soul in? Are you still thinking evil? Are you still mad at somebody? Has it, wait a minute, you know, mad go to hatred. And then hatred go to, I want to murder somebody. You, you think it's all right to walk around with all this stuff on the inside of you, but it's not. It's offensive to the Lord. Well, I hear you. Don't nobody know but me, Pastor, because I got it in my mind. You got it in your soul. You sure right? Unforgiveness, hatred, evil thoughts. Justified. Sanctified. Oh, I don't want to be around them sanctified people. Why? Because you've been told wrong. Sanctification is not a long dress. Sanctification is I can't go get my hair done. Sanctification is not you can't wear red. That is not. Sanctification is I'm ready and set aside for the Lord any time he needs to use me. But can I say something? It goes a little further. Anytime God want to speak to me, I'm in a place where I can hear him. So you get weighted down with all that stuff. You can't hear the Lord. You can't hear him. Somebody say justification. Sanctification. Glorification. The one thing about living this life, you don't do it by yourself. We can't. We can't. We need the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us every day. But if we're not in that word being washed, can you, can you see better when your glass on your car washed? I can. I can. When, when, my, when my glass on my car is all dirty, I can't see where I'm going. I can stumble. That's, oh. I can stumble through it, make mistakes. But when it's clear, I can understand it. So by me being washed under the word, I can hear him clear. 
when he tells me, you know, you need to forgive. You know, you need to let that go. You know, you need to be in service on Sunday morning. You need to bring your Bible, your pen, and your pad. You know, you need to study this week. You need to pray this week. You might even need to take a little time to fast. You can hear him better after you've been washed. After you've been washed. After you've been washed. After you've been washed. Oh, it's all right. It's all right. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to say this and I'm fixing to go home. Do you know mishaps happen to people every day? And I thought about it at home because the Lord told me, he said, if she don't get that mess out of her, it's going to kill her. And I thought about it. I said, Lord, I'm going home. I'm going. Mishaps happen to people all the time. And we'll come to a funeral not even understanding or knowing what really happened. That it was their own doing that let the devil in. It, I, I told the Lord, I said, God, this is wild. And people be screaming and hollering. Not even understanding that that person let the devil in. Oh, my Lord. Because they don't want to change. Because they don't want to let it go. They don't want to let it go. thought about it and if you in the spirit though if you've been in the word and you've been in the word and you've been under the word you know what's going on you sit there and you be like oh that could have been avoided not talking about you not talking about y'all we already know uh -uh -uh, we ain't talking about that but there are incidents that people let the devil in and they say Oh, God did it. God decided to take them home. God decided to allow them to be struck with this and struck with that. No, he didn't. I'm going home. I'm going home. I'm going. Elements of sanctification. Elements of sanctification. But you know what? I'm going to live in that justification. And I'm going to yield my will to be sanctified. Clean me up, Lord. Clean me up, Lord. I'm going to stay under the word and let my mind, my soul, my soul, my mind, will, and emotions be washed. Because I'm waiting on the glorification. I'm waiting on it. I'm waiting on it. That's at the end, though. We don't get that yet. Can I say something? It's not hard. We make it hard. We got help. We got help. It's called the Holy Ghost. He wants to help us if we'll let him. God bless you. Happy Easter.